of crop. We are in Portland. We are in the Pacific Northwest, specifically here in what we have lovingly dubbed our fallout shelter, our chic fallout shelter yeah. um, here at the Armory in Portland, courtesy of our friends Tranter Gray. Yep. The amazing production company. Um, thanks for sending us out here. But we are doing hot seats, and we are sitting down with a couple of guys who, uh, they're, they're, so we ask everybody their, um, like, interesting fact about them. Right. And it's always fun to read, but I'm excited to talk to these guys because they're, uh, theirs is that they had a chance meeting. Their, their agency started yeah. with a chance meeting on a beach, which sounds like the beginnings <laughs> to a Beautiful romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Adam Babkis. Babkis. Did I did it right? Pretty close. Okay, as close as good enough for I'll me, especially it. right now. And uh, Michael Mintz, ladies and gentlemen, welcome the two guys to the show. Yeah. Welcome, guys. I'm going to stick with Adam and Michael. Perfect. Or it's going to be easier yeah. so that way. Yeah. Or Mike. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Um, so uh, tell us about that. What is that all about? You guys find each other on a beach? You- He's longingly looking into each other's eyes. Like, yeah, what happens here? It's not quite that romantic. Okay. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of romance in it. Uh, we were both working for uh, different parts of a marketing company um, and ended up uh, kind of on assignment in San Felipe, Mexico. Okay. Uh, I was working for uh, a college marketing company on one end, and Mike was working for a college marketing company on the other end. And uh, hot day in Mexico. I was sitting there sweating my ass off, and uh, this kind of gentleman comes up and offered to buy me a hat. Nice. Uh, shaved, shaved me from the sun, and uh, it was a nice opening conversation to uh, what became 18 years of uh, amazing business. Nice. Yeah, well, we, we met, we, we were in Los Angeles, we lived in Los Angeles, but okay. we met down in Mexico and then realized that we actually worked blocks away from each other. Yeah. yeah. So, That's awesome. Yeah. So you see this guy, and you're like... This guy needs a hat. Like, what is he doing without I a hat? I mean, I wasn't sober, but... Okay. <laughs> okay. Do, you, do you have a habit of walking up to people and buying them apparel? Uh, no, this might be the only apparel I've First randomly bought only a stranger. Time. You should continue doing it, because it sounds like it paid off. Yeah, it's yeah, a good it, idea. It sounds like it's been a lucrative it uh, <laughs> process. That hat has probably paid for itself time and time again. You yeah. know, I don't even think that hat made its way out of Mexico. I don't think it did either. <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, honestly, I don't know where that hat ended up finding its resting place. No idea. <laughs> so when you, when you walked up and we kind of introduced each other and, and stuff like that, you said we're different from everybody else here because we work in digital. Correct. So talk a little bit about that. So we're website guys. Yeah. We, build, we build web products. Okay. And, uh, you know, in the few hours here, I've seen that everybody else, you know, they're, uh, they're illustrators, designers, yep. uh, artists, fi- yeah. fine artists by trade. And uh, we started there. Yeah. And we worked in that space, did a lot of branding for the first few years of our business, but realized that our core competency was actually taking better assets, like assets that these folks make, and extending them into digital properties, creating, creating websites. I am going to tag, a, 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 I'm going to get a phone a friend, and I'm going to have Patrick come over here because he is our resident web guy. So come here. <laughs> Because he can speak into this space a lot better than I can. The problem is I can't hear anything you are talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I looked over at you as soon as they said away. web products, and you're like, I can't hear what's happening. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. So I'll just sit here and, and continue to listen. Okay, so these guys, they, what makes them different is that they work in the digital space. They, they develop websites. They take assets, fine artists create, and they develop websites. I think that's when Luke tagged you in. Oh, great. Yeah. 
So no. you know a little bit about that. I yeah, don't know. No, it I seems do like know. You, yeah, I do know. Like, I'm, I'm finally, a somebody who can so, speak to you on your level. <laughs> well, yeah. So with this makeup, with the podcast, Andrew's the designer. We tend to talk primarily to designers, and I'm I'm a front end developer. But it's I think we've we're, gosh, we've recorded almost 500 episodes. And uh, we've probably talked to two people in the digital, like in the web space. <laughs> yeah. Very few. So no, that's really cool. So um, and y'all, y'all worked together. Y'all are the couple that met on the beach. Correct. <laughs> that's right. Great. And uh, and so, what's the size of the agency? Like, what what type of stuff are you doing for clients? It's just the two of us. Oh, okay. it's, that's it. Yeah, yeah, we've tried. We tried expanding at one point. We've hired. We've we've expanded we've done other things we've sure. spent a lot of time we did some video production for a number of years and things like that and had production teams sure but we we discovered is we work best the two of us so what's the future then what what's well, I mean, like the what, what we found is number one we we have a very loyal client base uh we've been in business for nearly 20 years 19 and change yeah. and uh our first client still our client today wow. so we our, our average client lifespan right now is like around a decade so Holy yeah, cow. we don't really have to go out and look for work that often. We sure. have a, a great stable of people that we work with. And so that's enabled us to stay nimble and stay small. And because we develop, we, we've created efficiency systems for ourselves. Sure. And right. so it makes the two of us, it gives us the ability to churn out work of a much larger agency. Yeah. It's, it sounds like you get the best of both worlds because you get the variety of managing multiple clients, the kind of digital agency, sure. that thing. However, it's not a six-week engagement and then they're gone. Correct. So you, ha- you get to work with them and iterate over Even our years, shortest so project is usually eight to ten weeks. Yeah. And that, right. would, that would be a one-time project with likely follow-up afterwards. Yeah, so, that's like, awesome. is, the, is the key to having long-term clients just to never give them their own passwords? Like, is that, is that really like you know, one of them? <laughs> that question because uh, when we first started building websites, this was back in like 2000, um, we were, we, before there was WordPress, before there were any of these CMS systems, we recognized the need for CMS. One of our first clients had a huge site. They were a student yeah. travel, they are a student travel company, and they provided trips to uh, major universities all throughout the U.S. and abroad. And they were obviously... Um, in the educational space, sure. so punctuation, grammar, all of those oh. things were so important to them, and they would send us the copy, and it would have mistakes in it, and then they would want to change those mistakes, sure. and right. we were like, we are not in the business of changing commas, right. yes. yeah. so we built our own CMS system, and this was before any of these CMS right. systems yeah. sure. existed, so we've always been, uh, uh, let the client do their thing, we, we actually tell a client when they, when they start with us, we're going to build you the framework and the structure. You're going to fill in the content. And right. you're going to be responsible for it. We but just we just realized how we could make ourselves faster, how we could make ourselves more efficient, and honestly, in business, how, how we could make more money on things, you know, by, by, building, by building systems for ourselves that were really also for clients, it, it, it ended up really helping us to extend our business. Yeah, I, I mean, that makes a ton of sense. I mean, I think recognizing the problem and recognizing that maybe this isn't just a problem for this particular client. Yeah. That kind of forward thinking and a, addressing of problems, I think, is what will give you guys, the tr- like, gives people trust in you exactly. to continue to work with you. and, right. and Exactly. Well, and That's it's awesome. also realizing that just because you give someone tools where they can manage themselves, it doesn't mean that you're, like, losing your business you're not like equipping someone well uh, I think some people can be uh, 
in some cases timid about it because you you want to feel valuable and needed. Right. And uh, and I like the idea that no, we can equip people well, we can treat people well, we can build these systems of efficiency for our clients the same we'd want for ourselves. And that just makes our business even stronger as opposed to pushing it, everybody out. It really builds trust is yeah. what we realize is that by being able to facilitate a client need without necessarily always being pushing back a billable with it, like, oh no, your system already does that. All you got to go in there is, is, is use it. Right. Yeah. You know, like we built this to do so much more than you're actually using it for today. You know, oh yeah, go flip that switch or fill in that field yeah. or add another graphic. And, yeah. you know, it gives people the, the ability to be agile in their own business without feeling like they're always asking their developer yeah. for sure. something. Well, awesome. I think it also kind of came out of, you know, we started when we were really young. Yeah. I was 20, I think Adam was 23, 24. And we were always afraid to ask for more money. Yeah. After, right. after, the project after the project budget was exhausted, asking for an extra hour to do something else, we were always afraid that that was going to be the thing that was going to like, tip no, them over the edge it. and we were right. going to be done. So we tried to build a system that would give them the ability <laughs> to take the reins from that point yeah. forward. That's great. And what we found over the years is that wasn't the case and that most people are willing to spend an extra few bucks yeah. to, to sure. continue the yeah. work. But that was really what, what spurred that process. Yeah. That's great. Think, no, go ahead. I was just saying that's great. Yeah. I think, that, I think that a lot of that also is what helped create the relationships that we have with our clients is that trust base that we are building things that are for them to enable them. Yeah. Sure. And that's why our first clients sell our client because we keep building bigger and better and better systems for them yeah. that allow them to do their business their way. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, we're going to play a game with you yeah. guys. So okay. that's what you guys do well. This is what we do well. Awesome. And by what we do well, I mean I'm going to hand it back over to you to do all the talking. <laughs> um, so we are the master of one, which means we are each the master of our own category, art and design, TV and film, toys and games. Luke, who is off camera now. Yeah. I just realized my hand goes in front of your face every time I do this. Um, you guys are going to become the masters for the next couple of minutes. All right? Each of you will grab one of these tokens. Grab one, flip it over, you will become the master of? Calculated randomness. Okay. Calculated randomness and? The sciences. The sciences, okay. So okay. this one's a bit tougher, actually, so I don't envy you. This means you get to talk to us about anything. So uh, you don't really have a box right now. So if you were doing something like, for instance, if you flip movies, it could be latest fil film that you saw, uh, a top three list, favorite actors, um, you know, anything like that. In your case, you just have no bounds. So you get no to talk boundaries. to us about something that's just been on your mind lately. That you're passionate Whoa. about, that you're, that yeah. you're super knowledgeable in, something Thanks that you're new in. in so yeah. yeah, you actually yeah. have, well, you're, you, you, your box is gigantic too. Yeah. Sorry. You have um, the sciences. <laughs> hmm. It could be hard or soft sciences. <laughs> What's been on my mind lately? Or like video games you've been playing recently. Um, Beer's been on my mind lately. Let's talk about yeah, beer. let's do it. I'm recently a beer drinker. Was okay. a gin drinker for a number of years. Moved to Portland a couple of weeks ago, actually, and uh, discovered that everybody here drinks beer. Yes, it's it's everywhere. So it you, is literally you, everywhere. When you say you are a a recent beer drinker, a few weeks old. Uh, re I mean, to be totally fair, yeah. Like wow. I, I mean, I've I've had beer, obviously. Sure. Like everybody's had beer, but the uh, the indoctrination on beer in Portland is a whole different. Uh, there's a Different brewery bag. on every corner. There everywhere. Is. And sometimes there's like three on a corner, which don't make, it doesn't make sense mathematically, but there are three there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right it's, here on this corner, you've got at least three, four within spitting it's crazy. distance. It's yeah. crazy. What have you discovered in the world of beer as a new drinker? What's the, the thing that surprised you? or uh, That beer is really complicated. 
far yes. more complicated than uh, I, I really sort of thought it would be. I thought it would be a pick your lane, get in your lane, enjoy a beer. Sure. Um, there's a lot of beers that taste like shit. <laughs> um, yes. Like really bad beer, like really, really bad beer. Um, really stinky beer, really fruity beer, really wine-infused beer. Like I said, I thought beer was far more down the fairway. And so recently my mind has just been kind of like just exploding. Just it's like overwhelming. The sheer, it is totally overwhelming. Oh my gosh, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a favorite brewery in Portland? Um, I really enjoy Level. Level? Level. They're out okay. by the airport. Okay. They make some good beers, nice guys, good environment. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Yep. So sciences. Yeah. That's broad because I'm pretty sure everything could be related to science. Um, but you get to talk to us about something uh, science related. Okay. I mean, I don't, I'm an engineer, so I okay. do a lot of science related things, but I'm trying to think outside of that box. I mean, I love art. And okay. um, one of the things I've recently discovered was neon artists. And okay. so that's definitely science. Yeah, talk to us yeah. about that. I've um, not even heard of what this is. It, it, well, it's, you know, in Portland, there's tons of neon. So you're, you're seeing oh, like all the signs. Neon lights. Yeah, like neon okay. lights. Yeah. Um, but it's very scientific. And these guys that do it, it it's like you're a combination between a, a chemist and a glass blower. Yeah. <laughs> and so the, it's a certain uh, chemical makeup to make each color. And so that's as far as the gas that's inside exactly. of it. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. And so they're, they, really? they are blowing the glass to make the shape, to make the art, and then they have to use the chemistry to figure out how to, to color it. And it's, it's like a live gas in there. Like, it's alive. And then that's how it stays lit up and colored. And it's really impressive. And to see the things that people do with it, it it's amazing. So how does it... Okay, so if it's alive, it's a, li it's a living thing. How... How does it burn out? Does, it, does do the gases just die? Do they escape? Like, how does that happen? I mean, I'm like, certainly not an expert on this topic, okay. but <laughs> I'm, now, no, you now are. I'm fascinated. No, you are. I mean, you're the master, so I assume. Um, but uh, now I'm, I'm fascinated by this idea. But like, you see it all the time, and you never really think, like, well, how did it get to be that color? And right. why, why does it have to be a continuous line all the way through to mm -hmm. the power source? Yeah. But when you start looking at the artistry of it, or like watching a video online of somebody creating one of these pieces. It's so much more than just curving glass around. I thought the glass was colored. No, it's it's what's going inside. That's of it. super cool. That's would crazy. you like to one day make your uh, a neon sign? Uh, I would like to participate in the making right. of a neon sign. It seems like it's a very uh, specific skill yeah, set. That's, it's, there's a there's a lot of varied skill sets. Yes. Like that's uh, I'm sure just the the making of the shapes. That's a exactly. that's, that's its whole art form, right? Yeah. Much less the fact that now we have to like light it and color it and figure all that out. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's awesome. That's a good thing. Yeah. All right, well, tell everybody where they can find you guys. They can follow what you're doing. They can uh, you know support what you guys are doing. Babystepsweb.com. Great. That's very concise. Yep. Yeah. Master of ki conciseness. Yep. We have, <laughs> a, short, we have a shorter efficiency. URL, but it's harder to say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, thank you guys so much for chatting with us. Uh, welcome to Portland. Thank you. Officially, and welcome to beer, yeah. the glorious world of beer. And uh, I hope you guys have an incredible rest of your day here at Pop-Up Crop. Awesome. Appreciate thank it. Thanks, guys.